0: Welcome to Civil Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane, and I'm Rick Romlick.
1: Welcome back. Yeah, you are another episode. <laughs> I'm right we here. If
0: you've ever, if you've ever looked like a pastor, it's today. You are pulling off the pastor look, real strong. I think
1: so? I need to zoom in on my picture here. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, you totally are. Mm, what? What? Hold on. Explain this to Let the listeners. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can snap a photo. Uh,
1: here's the deal. If you take a picture of me, we're gonna get a picture of you. No, I'm in like a white v neck. Yep. Like it looks like that's, I'm about to go to bed. That's how. Okay, that's how we're this not works. Doing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you look sharp. You look very pastoral.
1: Uh well I was doing some pastoral duties this evening, so I'm trying to spiff up a little bit for, for you.
0: Are you allowed to share?
1: <sighs> um, no, actually. No, I can't. Yeah. We just it was um I was opening up the city council meeting in prayer, so Mm. Live in a relatively small town, and we still do that. They still ask clergy to open their sessions in prayer. So I've done it multiple times for where well, I used to be a, a pastor on staff at a church in Fredericktown, which is a very small town. And so it's the first time for me tonight doing that in Mount Vernon. So yeah, that's kind of you, cool.
0: Think you will get invited back? Probably not. No, I'm just was it awkward when when you prayed in tongues only.
1: Well, uh, we had an interpreter. I made sure I had one with me, so I put him. Okay, up there. Put, that's good. Put him up there, and uh, off we went.
0: <laughs> First Corinthians method.
1: <laughs> Problem was, he can only translate into um, Portuguese. So,
0: oh, I hate it when that happens. I know, but hey, I hate it when that it's happens. It's all you
1: got. It's all you got.
0: <laughs> no,
1: but it was good. It was, um, you know, that stuff always makes me nervous. Like you are around a bunch of people you don't know, and um, you really want to, you just want to have a a very clear, succinct gospel centered prayer and, yeah you know try to do that and but trying to honor the Lord honor their the fact that they invite you to be there and not look like a fool so stuttering over your yep. words and peeing your pants those kinds of things
0: thankfully yeah none of that happens typical things okay. typical things you, you see at city council it's Happened to the best of us <laughs> we've all been there tell us Rob city tell council us about your, your story <laughs> Oh, baby. Okay, so um, anything new with you before we get diving Whoa. into this topic? Well, I mean, I just... first off, actually, you know what? Before before we go there, I just want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, listeners, Rick's a great friend, and I've got a lot of great friends, as I've been reminded of this week, because um, Rick and Danielle, they put together a little party with the help of some of our mm-hmm. other friends just to encourage me as I head into graduation, That's right, and um, they... Hooked danielle and i up with an evening where we just got to enjoy good food together got to watch some football together got to uh they gave us a nice gift of they said one maybe two i feel like it's gonna be like three maybe four nights out um and that all depends on how you eat (laughs) that's true that's true um and in addition to that they spent some time just encouraging us and so like as in hey, everybody, let's go around and say something encouraging to them. It's the, the kind of thing that's super awkward for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we did it. for everyone else. for everyone else, they just... Um, it's probably still awkward, actually, but it's probably less awkward for them than it was for me. But, with that being said, I was very encouraged. So, yeah. thank you, man. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, we, you know, uh, it was funny. And I, I just mentioned this briefly at the party. Like, my goal was to kind of help just celebrate and Just this massive milestone of just finishing a very rigorous academic journey, or at least so far, um, just finishing your PhD is a big deal, and we're proud of you for that. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. (laughs) You're right. At least you're in (laughs) – Yeah. Nope.
0: Further down. Further down the line. Anyway,
1: I I called – this is like uh, probably, I don't know, six weeks ago, four weeks ago. I called Danielle and said, hey, like, I want to do something, you know, nice for Robert and just celebrate. And I was planning on, like, planning the thing, getting the food, all that, sending out invitations. And because um, I just, didn't, I knew you guys had a lot, didn't want to burden her with that. And she was just like, hey, I'll, you know, jumping in on that and kind of put the whole thing together. So I, like, kicked it off and then she, like, did all the work. She made all the food. She arranged everything. Found the place to have it, all that stuff. And um, it was just a great time of celebration, and I do what, what pastors often do well, and that's make other people feel awkward. So um, <laughs> just put I put everyone on the spot um, to say something nice about Rob. I didn't obviously have everyone share, ask, or demand that everyone share, but just open time for sharing. Um, and I just told Rob, like, just so the listeners know, like, it's hard when you're... You're in ministry and you're you're just even as Christians, you hear like your own narrative in your head about who you are, um, your worth, your success, how the Lord sees you, and that's like on repeat day in, day out, and that's what you believe for the most part. Um, but what you don't hear is what the people who who know you best do life with you, what they have to say about you, and so just having a time for people to share, I, I know it's super awkward, um, but. To be honest, some of that's, some of that's, it's good to, to listen. It's good to kind of sit and hear It's as, as difficult as that is. Um, but yeah, just time of sharing. It was a really great time. Ate some amazing food, Danielle fixed, and uh, just celebrated uh, Rob and Danielle, the sacrifice that they made, and um, it was good. So Yeah,
0: it was, it was great. It was a great time. time. Thank you for we
1: that. S- we spent the first half of the day helping Rob move. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Good times there.
0: A lot of fun.
1: Party, party i will say i've helped rob move a lot of times and yeah yes. you have been where you're at you were there for three years you had a child you had a lot of life there um the first multiple times i helped you move i recognized a lot of the same stuff but this time i didn't recognize nearly as much stuff not because you got rid of a lot you just got a lot more i think is what the thing was Yeah, we did
0: <laughs> unfortunately it's what happens when you have a kid <laughs> Seriously. Well, dude, it uh, has blown my mind how many things you have to get for every new stage oh my that goodness. a child goes through. I
1: told I told Candace, I said just helping them move again made me want to go home and start getting rid of, getting rid of more stuff. But Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyway. that's it. that's uh that's quick update for us. Nothing new uh, on my side of the pond.
0: But uh, anyway. Anyway. So, uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. But hey, let's let's dive in. Let's head first. Head first. Can you, can, uh, but, can you dive be another careful. way? Uh, probably yeah. not. I was going to say feet first, but that's the pencil. All
1: right. you, is it redundant to say let's dive head first?
0: That's a good question. But dive? I would, I would venture to say that it is. Scuba divers, they like go off, they go like backwards off the boat. It's almost head first, though. It's just
1: the back of your head. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point.
0: Hmm. There we go. Well, solve the world's problems. You're welcome, Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to Simple Anyways. Theology. If
1: you want to con- <laughs>
0: connect with us. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> Diving head first. Um, so we're talking about Advent, we're talking about Christmas, and we're talking about the New Year. Slam it in. So let's let's start cranking this out because um, this guys is going to be our last episode of the year. What? What? This is yeah. history making. Yeah, we it is because since we've started this thing, we have gone every single week. Never missed a week. And we haven't missed a week.
1: Now Rob's gonna which ruin is that. amazing. It is. <laughs> yeah. I, we were talking so, about this, and 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 we're we're kind of like bummed that we're gonna lose our our streak of weekly episodes, but we realized it's probably an idol in our life that we're trying to like you know hold on to, so we we'll need to let it go,
0: and. Um, yep. Spend some time with friends and family. That's
1: right. Because we spend a lot. Of, I mean, yep. hours and hours on this.
0: So much time. We actually um, it actually does
1: take a, a decent amount of time. <laughs>
0: It does. That's okay. So, Rob, enjoy it. Advent. So, okay, yeah. So, Rick, what, so what is... So, Rob, what... <laughs> what is Advent, <that> Rick? <laughs> um,
1: uh, Advent is the uh, Latin gotcha. word for coming. Um, so, Advent is the 25 days leading up to Christmas, and we call it the Advent season, and it's the celebration uh, of the coming of Christ. And um, yep. we, we acknowledge his first coming, the first coming of Christ, the first Advent, and we are remembering uh, the second Advent as well, the Pharisee, the second coming of Christ. So that's what it means. That's what it yep. is. And
0: Advent, Advent. Um, for those who may not be familiar with it, I mean, I mean, I wasn't terribly familiar with it. I didn't come from like a, a highly liturgical church. And so typically, yeah. if you're in a more liturgical church, Advent is more um, pronounced. We all... It, we all celebrate it in some kind of way, whether we mm-hmm. realize it or not. But it can be more um, pronounced, more emphasized, more liturgical settings. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who uh, may not be as familiar, Advent is celebrated the four Sundays prior to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So if you ever want to know when that Advent season starts, I, I used to think it was just December 1st. I think I think,
1: actually, it, I think. it is.
0: Well, the first the, sunday it? may not necessarily be december 1st no it's uh four preceding sundays so the first sunday leading up to it's probably the first sunday in christmas i don't know if it is every time mm-hmm. but if you count back from christmas the four sundays mm-hmm. right that's the advent season there you so, go there you go folks yeah so um so why are we talking about right, advent your, Yeah, why are we talking about Advent? So (laughs) Advent is, as you said, Rick, Mm -hmm. this time of waiting, this time of waiting for Christ's second return. So we read in Isaiah 9-6 that um, for a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 7, the dominion will be vast and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. So what we're seeing here in Isaiah is prior to Christ's first coming. Right. So even now, between the old covenant and the new covenant, there was a time where there was this, this season of waiting, this anticipation for Christ to come. It said, for to us a child will be born. And then in verse 7, um, it says, the dominion will be vast and its prosperity will never end. Mm-hmm. So we are in that kind of in between where the child has been born, yes. Jesus has lived his life. But we're not quite to that point where the prosperity is never ending so yes it is however we haven't experienced ne- unending prosperity mm-hmm. yet yeah right. because we are still on in that middle ground between the first advent and the second advent and so we continue to wait because in Matthew 24 uh, 30 this is um, towards the the end of Matthew's gospel it says that the then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the peoples of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Mm-hmm. So, describing Christ's second coming. Right. And so we know that there there's this next coming where Jesus is going to be coming back for his people, and this mm-hmm. is when um, he will reign forevermore on the kingdom, on the throne of David In the new heavens and the new earth, he's on that throne, Mm -hmm. but the new heavens and the new earth, the new Jerusalem is going to be established and Christ will reign forevermore there and then the prosperity will be never ending. So we're now like even still, Mm -hmm. we're waiting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we are in this waiting process and, and we have much more clarity than the, than the prophet Isaiah did or those who are in the old covenant. We have, yeah. uh, the first advent. We have the Messiah. We have the New Testament, New Covenant, all the scriptures, and they point to the second coming, which is our hope, which we are celebrating and which we are, we are waiting for. So the, the kind of the cool thing about the Advent season, it's, you know, obviously right with Christmas. And so we're celebrating the first coming of Christ. And remembering what that was like for those who were waiting for that that Messiah to come, for those for those prophecies to be fulfilled, but now we are currently waiting for, in the same situation, somewhat waiting. So we're celebrating His first coming while also keeping the eye out on the horizon for that second coming, which gives yeah. us hope. And we are we are uh, a hope seeking people, and that's we, we are talking about christmas and advent and the the interesting thing is that is our hope that eternal glory the the second coming of christ where he sets all things right and then we are in eternal bliss eternal relationship perfectly with god and so that gives us great hope (coughs) sorry the dog barked i coughed Great, Mm. great audio um but it's 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 really interesting because the Christmas season is filled with consumerism. I mean, people are just out buying just all kinds of stuff because it's fun to give people things. And it's really fun, like waiting for like the anticipation of like Christmas Day. Like you're, you're excited what you're going to get, especially as a kid. But as an adult, it's more like I'm excited to give this gift. Yeah. So it creates this, or, or builds this um, anticipation that it's very exciting, and in the same yeah. way, it's it's empty. I mean, it's not complete, but it's 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 um moment. It's just for a moment. It's not eternal. Whereas yeah. what we are excited, what we are hoping for, what we are um, uh, watching for, is the second coming of Christ, which is um, eternal and it sets all things right.
0: Yeah. No. And and I think I think you <coughs> you want to take it easy over there. <clears throat> Man. <whew. laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I think you pointed. I think you pointed out something good. That's just helpful for us to 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 grasp onto during the Advent season is that there's a two two sides to the coin. In that is, there, is, Advent, there ever,
1: is there ever a one-sided coin? Or a three-sided coin? No.
0: I mean, I should, te- there could be there could be two sides that are the same. Okay. Oh, you. yeah, te- technically there's three sides. I see what you're saying. Three-dimensional. Okay. The one side is just very, very thin. <laughs> um, Insignificant. Insignificant. <laughs> So um, the the first thing that we can we can grasp onto is that we, during the Advent season, get to look back. And we get to look back and see God's faithfulness in mm-hmm. providing that, that son, in providing that child that was born, in providing a Savior. But then we also, on the other side of that coin, not the thin side, the actual other real side, we can look ahead and trust, hey, us, like you said, being in that privileged position, because we just are able to see more of God's faithfulness than the prophet Isaiah, we can be further rooted in hope knowing God has already accomplished this once before his word rang true before we see that now and so now we can have greater hope for the second coming that has also been promised to us but we we as people Rick whether we're whether we're Christians or whether non-christian we all seem to resonate with this aspect of waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we all we all get behind the Christmas season. I mean, some people don't celebrate Christmas, but I'm saying just in general, those who do, whether they're Christians or non- non-Christians, they seem to have a similar um, attitude towards Christmas in mm-hmm. that all the Christmas movies have a very hopeful theme. Yeah, They're all very joyful and Christmas music is up is is happy music is upbeat you listen to christian music it tends to put you in a good mood what is it about the advent season or what is it about waiting that all people christian and non-christian can resonate so much with
1: well i think part of it is is waiting implies generally when you're excited about there's a future hope right so when you're a kid you're waiting to turn you know to get old enough where you can do something exciting. You're waiting to turn 16, get a car, get your license. You're waiting to, to graduate high school. You're going to get freedom. You're going to get, you know, you're an adult. You're waiting to, to, if you go to college, you're waiting to finish college. You're waiting, you know, you're waiting to get married. You're waiting to start your career. This whole wait, like we're just a people who are just waiting for the next thing, thinking that, that's going to bring this significance, right? So yeah. w- once I get my license, once I meet so my, my partner, once I, you know, find my career, and then and you start once all you those things kids. once you have kids, right? And then, and then once the kids graduate, once, once they graduate, once I retire, not okay, well, once I die, right? It's just like a constant waiting for for the next thing. Part of that's because you're not satisfied with where you're at, but there's this idea that the, that thing coming down the timeline, so to speak, will bring greater fulfillment. But yeah. we we are people who are just constantly looking for hope. We're looking for hope because we're we're designed to be in relationship with the hope giver, a creator God. And so when you don't have that relationship, you have this, Man, I just need hope. I need hope. And so what Christmas does for most people, whether it's about Santa Claus, it's about, you know, feeding homeless people or it's some kind of hope. We're trying to like turn the jar, like to the the good side. So the good side of humanity is, is seen, not the side with all the, you know the bumps and the, the defects, but the good side, the polished side. Lane.
0: Man is good, yeah.
1: and and the holidays show it, because we're looking for a hope. And that's just not yeah. that's just not the reality. Um, there's a term I've I've grown to to admire, and it's, it comes from a, a podcast called This Cultural Moment, and the guys talk about how, especially in Western culture today, uh, what people are looking for. They're looking for the kingdom of God but without the king, right? So they're looking for Hmm. justice and mercy for all people. They're looking for equity. They're looking for provision. No more suffering. No more unanswered wrongs. Everything's set right. And they want that world. And their inner being is is crying out for that because they know that's perfection. But they want it without the king. They want it without the one who says, no, this is how... This is right and this is wrong. This is sin and this is what it looks like to follow me. And so we are in a culture that is is longing for hope, but they don't want the hope giver. They don't want the, the mm. very source of the hope. That's Jesus Christ. And it's a yeah, very no, that's, difficult that. place to be. So what do you do? You start buying crap you don't need <laughs> and giving it to people. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> well, I mean I mean seriously though, like it's that whole I mean, it's that whole thing, um, About recognizing because we're made in the image of God that we are we recognize that there's a disconnect like something went wrong. We realize that and that's why that's why we we are so like you said hope hungry or hope seeking because we realize there is there is something wrong. And did you just take a picture? No. Are you lying? Nope. No. (laughs) So I just heard like a, a picture sound in my earphone. I think you're messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> anyways, anyways, try to re- re- recover my uh, my train of thought. But <clears> what what, what, what people do is they recognize that we are separated from God that, and something did go wrong, and that there needs to be some kind of gift outside of ourselves to make it right. We we deep down we know that we can't do it on ourselves, and so we need something outside of us to gift that to us. And that might be coming on like heavy with the whole parallels between Christmas and the gifts mm-hmm. and the greatest gift being Jesus. But but some of those things are really cheesy and obvious because they're they are actually true and we just hear it so much because that's the low-hanging fruit. Like that mm-hmm. that is the low-hanging mm-hmm. fruit yep. of Christmas that yep. the greatest gift we could receive is the gift of being reunited to God and that only comes through jesus by putting our faith in him as the one who mm-hmm. has paid for all of our sin past present and future right and so like during this christmas season we we see people anticipating that day yeah that one day when everything's going to be right mm-hmm. and if there's any day throughout the year that it's going to be a perfect day yeah it's going to be christmas morning yeah where the you come down and coffee's being brewed. That that's the day that you as a family want to have a big breakfast together. You're gonna to make some cinnamon rolls, you're gonna do pancake. like whatever your thing is, like that's the day. If you if you want to avoid any day of getting into an argument with as a family, Christmas Day. Like Christmas is meant to be the perfect day. And we have come up with that because we know that if there is a perfect day that's coming. Right. But then when we when December 26 rolls around, right. there's, actu- there's actually a a cultural concept that um, anthropologists, people who study uh, people, have said is the, uh, they've called it the post-Christmas blues, and they say that that time between New Year's and, um, you totally did take a picture, I see you just <laughs> sent it to me,
1: <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> you should put your phone on vibrate while we're recording. <laughs> yeah. I sent.
0: Oh, I sent. I sent you pictures. I appreciate. That. Oh man, that's an old. That's. Can we that's get that one on the one. Instagram, please? I don't think so. <laughs> but okay, let's get back on here before we. You're so up. lucky. I don't have social media. <laughs> I am. I know. I am. Good grief. Anyway, dirt bag. Sorry. Whoa. Um. But yeah, between January you know. and like the end of January, like mm-hmm. January second, yeah. like there tends to be. Just a spike in suicide. Yeah. It's a sad it's a sad statistic, but it's between really between December twenty sixth and the end of January. Yeah. That's when it happens. Because we put so much hope in this day. And when this day comes, mm-hmm. December twenty fifth, and it doesn't fulfill all the promises that we in ourselves have yeah. put on it to fulfill, then we're let down. And yeah. it's because those hopes were never meant to be put in that day, right? But it's supposed to be put in what that day points to—the right. day when Christ will return. Exactly.
1: Well, and I mean, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of fact. One, like, it's just the weather's super depressing in those months, in those days. But the other interesting thing is you take it out all the Christmas decorations, and that's depressing. But people, True. people, they like comes Christmas, and they know, boom, seven days, it's going to be the new year, and people begin to like make plans and i'm going to do yeah. th- i'm going to do this next year i'm going to be this kind of person and i'm going to like and so what they, what they do they begin to put their hope in in like them being a different person the next year something about them being yeah. better and if they could just be a better fill in the blank better father better, mm-hmm. better eat better work out be in better shape be a, a, a more productive employee whatever it is be richer be more rich they that's their hope yeah, and then they, yeah. just a few days into it, they realized, like, dang, this is really hard, and this is not as fulfilling as I thought it was. Which, again, points to the fact that we are just made, we're, our, our source of hope does not come from our peer, like, it doesn't come from things uh, that are horizontal with us, that has to come from above, that's from, from Jesus Christ. Um, but we keep looking to those things around us instead of looking up to the Father
0: yeah yeah no absolutely so okay rick now now speaking of the new year new so year we've hit new on year, been, we've new year new you christmas mm. um what are some of your some of your goals well let's, let's well, wrap well, it up this way so hold on hold on hold on Rob. hold on i was saying hold on
1: yeah but I, I said it first though if you go back and listen to the recording you did say it first, first. <laughs> um <laughs> go ahead <laughs> just kidding nope all you okay what talk let's talk about 2019 for a second what what okay, we, okay. We, we talked about a year ago? Talked about some some New Year's goals. We talked about things that, the new that 2019 w- had kind of coming for us. Um, do you remember any of your, the things you talked about for New Year's resolutions or 20, things you wanted to do in 2019? And oh man, what, just kind of in th- five seconds I think or less was... recap the whole year.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think one of th- one of them was to finish seminary, which praise God looks like it's about to happen. Um, it already has happened you just haven't walked not, that's true that's true I just need to walk but um, I think in the, I did not anticipate us moving yeah so that was that was a little shocking I think I thought if we were going to move it was going to be done in Nashville for that uh, residency that we were yeah, going to do yeah, yeah oh yeah I forgot um, all about that but I didn't I, I did not expect us to just sell our place and try to be moving in, in just further into the city that we're in yeah Um. trying to think of what else I,
1: I had to go back and listen to it <laughs>
0: Yeah, it shows how how meaningful Year's <laughs> resolutions are. <laughs> so what about you, man? What, um, what do you have?
1: I don't remember. I remember the one I didn't do. I did not end up doing like a mini triathlon, um, the whole like sprint triathlon where you, you swim a little bit, run a little bit, bike a little bit. Mm. Um, Candace and I were talking about doing that, and we never that never happened. Um,
0: Count and yourself it, a blessed man.
1: And <laughs> it never happened for her, um, just some health Reasons there never happened for me because I'm just uh, lazy. So um, I did not discipline myself to do that. Mm.
0: Um, you did discipline yourself for a year though to only drink water, tea, and black coffee, and you did, you made it there and take cold showers. Yeah, yeah. That one I f- did that for a year. Finished that one up this year in November. Well done. It was a huge
1: relief. Um, so that's discipline. Don't cut yourself short. Man. Well, I'm just saying like. For that, for that one goal, um, yeah. And I'm just saying, don't cut yourself short. I think I already am short, but I appreciate that. <laughs> um, Any <you're> shorter?
0: <laughs> okay, so anyway, you, um, didn't you say that you wanted to you wanted to start doing Sunday gatherings?
1: Yeah. So, so some things that that 2019, like we've seen, kind of completion, so, so to speak, is you know church plant, um, just. Gaining momentum there, doing community groups, doing Sunday gatherings, um, those elements, that's been super exciting. Um, I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but we, we end up, we bought a house this past year, which is super exciting and Hey-o. very, very needed. Um, so that's been great. Um, yeah, but all in all, 2019, I would say has been for us as a family, it's been one for the books, um. We might, that might begin the pattern that might be every year, but it feels like this one was unique. I hope 2020 brings a little more stability, um, for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what, what is it about 2020 that you are looking forward to? What do you have any goals? Do you have any, if you had one or two things that you want to accomplish in 2020 aside from just the general stability,
1: perfect vision, baby,
0: Mm. 2020, that's right. What you got? What you got?
1: I think um, I, w- I so I would. I would genuinely love to to get in, and just I mean, this is the most cliche thing ever. Better
0: just physical shape. Um, I'm not. Yeah, you're just I'm, dogging on
1: those people. I'm not out of shape. Was I? Who was I dogging on?
0: You are saying that people all they try to set these goals at the end of the year, like get in better shape because oh they're yeah, in the wrong place. See, that
1: was me. That was me. I was right yeah. there with them.
0: Um, yep. But go ahead and repent. What I've done, <laughs> I already did. Um,
1: <laughs> what What I'm trying to do is is actually, I got a couple of the guys. We're trying to do this thing together and just be more intentional with accountability, encouragement, and we're starting um, now. We're not waiting till the new year to start.
0: Oh, look at so, you guys.
1: Um, Whew. That yeah, th- I mean that I, I really want to, I would I want to be a better husband. Uh, that's what I mean by that is I want to. I really want to pray more, spend more time in prayer with Candace and I want to spend more time in the Word with her. Um, those are like the two primary things as far as helping disciple her, but yeah. Um, uh, pay off debt. I think I say that every year, but pay off more debt. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone wants to write um, me a check, they can
0: mail that too. <laughs> Minimum five figures. No, we'll take whatever. <laughs> not including decimals <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> yeah
1: yeah man uh, so so I just think um, here's the big thing in 2020 I'll turn 30 and I've been thinking a lot this past summer fall into this like I want my 30s to be a, a great time of growth not I, I don't even mean necessarily like professionally but just my intimacy with the Lord personal discipline um, just personal maturity. And so I know to do that, I just need to spend a whole lot more time with with the Lord. So that's kind of what I'm I'm looking for this year as I'm kind of gearing up to to hitting thirty and heading into my thirties. Um, hope, hopefully that's a, I'm I'm kind of laying out a good launching pad for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, awesome.
1: You, Rob. What about you, bud? What are you gonna do? What's twenty twenty hold for? Uh, Robert Andrew Kane.
0: I have um, very little idea. That's, However, that's not true. I mean.
1: You have some I, ideas. I mean, I,
0: I can make plans. Well, that's what I mean. I can make plans.
1: Yeah, so, you know. All right, Mr. Okay, so Mr. Here,
0: here, I wrote down three things. I wrote down three things. So you have an idea. And, yeah, the first one the first one is one that I've been writing down. Like, I've got this little journal that I, I'll take notes in and whatnot and put in my daily tasks and um, take some notes while I'm reading scripture, that kind of thing. But, like, something that I've been doing each morning is trying to write down a goal that I have, just kinda of rewrite it mm-hmm. each morning. And I'm not perfect at it, but I started doing this probably, I don't know, four months ago maybe, maybe cool. five. That's great. And the the one goal, I'm pretty sure it's the only goal that I've put down because it's the one that's that's just hard for me because I'm a performance minded individual. Mm-hmm. Just growing up playing sports where everything is uh, you have a stat for it. Right and if you right. put in the work, put in the effort, your numbers get better. Um the thing that I've just kept writing was work less, family more. Mm. Work work less, family more, because like I this is this, this is my first time around with a child, yeah, and it's the only time around that I will have with that specific child at that age. Finley. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and it's not just for Finley. Like it's the only opportunity that I have to parent Finley with Danielle, and. I don't want to take that for granted because I think to myself, oh, we want to have more kids. Like this is the first one, we're just trying to work through stuff. Like, yeah, there there needs to be grace there and all that, but I don't want to um, not put in the effort because I plan on having multiple rounds, so to speak, with raising kids. So uh, work less, family more, because right now my job is is just very demanding and it is very stressful. Mm -hmm. and it takes up a lot of my time and even before we hopped on here I was working probably until seven o'clock yeah and it's just one of those things where it just is not what I want to be doing and so um, but we have to pay bills so right now I'm trying to find ways to to work less and spend more time with Mm -hmm. the family so Lord willing and that will come to fruition in 2020. But then I've got two other things. The one is the other, next thing is church planting. Mm-hmm. So we're taking next steps with church planting. Um, so for those who don't know, we announced that we will, are in the process of planting Citizens Church in Westerville, Ohio. And we are in the very early stages of gathering a core team. And um, after the holidays, we just plan on trying to meet together biweekly for studying the scriptures and prayer and see what the Lord does with that and kind of lay some vision and what our next steps look like. So I've been writing out all of our next steps, what it looks like, at what time we'll be taking those next steps with regards to milestones, not necessarily um, days on a calendar time, mm-hmm. but milestones, once we get to this point, then we'll go to this next step. And all of that's wonderful. Right. Um, but it means very little apart from the Lord being involved with it. So Very true. Lord willing, very true. 2020 will uh, have a lot of steps with church planting. And then another thing I wrote, which is the last thing, but it just I'm excited to just read books that I want to read. yeah, I I gleaned so much, man, from the books that I had to read for Seminary, but there were also just dozens upon dozens of books that people said, "Oh, you should read this." or a right. professor would mention, like this book is so good." Or I'd listen to a podcast and they say, "Oh, if you want to like dive deeper, like you need to read this book." And there are so many that I have Couldn't, down that I want to yeah. read." And even that I bought, but I just haven't had time to read. And so I'm just really looking forward to be like, hey, you know what? I feel like reading this book. I'm gonna pull it off the shelf, and I'm just gonna sit down and start reading it.
1: Do you do you that, have that first book figured out? Do you know what the first book will be?
0: Ooh. So I when I so we just moved in with our friends Zach and Maria. They're awesome. They gave us some space, and I packed I packed away like probably 90 percent of my books. Yeah. But I I packed like. A box of, I don't know, 20 or 30, just saying, like, at some point, I want to read these yeah. while we're here. Not that I'm going to read 20 or 30 books, but I have a lot that I want to read. And what that first one will be, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer. We, we're, there's like anticipation. I had a lot of anticipation there, Rob. Like, you're going to tell us, like, lay it on me. And it's going to be, I, I mean, I know what it's going to
0: be. It's going to be some. What's it going to be? Some Harry Potter book. Probably. Yeah. And that's nothing wrong no. with that. Nothing wrong with no, that. No, no, no. What's you, wrong know, with that? you know it legitimately, like, and, uh, I'm not saying this is the top one, but it's definitely top three. Is I want to finish because I started it, but of course class started up, so I didn't get to finish it. Um, John Bunyan's Pilgrim Pilgrim's Progress. Oh,
1: Pilgrim, Christians are waiting for you. Old oh, oh, Pilg. Yeah, hey, you know it'd be good though. On a serious note, why it's fresh, somewhat fresh. I mean, you've been in college for several years, but or graduate school is to write down like your top like three books or five books you've read while in seminary. Oh man. That'd be good. Maybe. That might be good. Yeah, that that would probably be good. That would be good. If not for like yeah. me and the listeners, at least for yourself even. But that's what I would do. If I were you. Yeah. I'll but you're not me, do. so figure out what you want to do. But that's exciting, dude. Um spend more time with family. That's always a win. Um be strategic about that. Hopefully that, that definitely like if that doesn't become a reality in twenty twenty, um, I'm just gonna tell you it's gonna be in the tank for you. And yeah, I mean really. But that's exciting to like I remember when I finished, like even ordination, just to to read the books that you want to read. It's a huge, yeah. You can't take it for granted. But anyway,
0: yeah. and then obviously grow closer to the Lord. You said that. I should have said that first um, on top. Well, of yeah, that we list. all we
1: all took note that you didn't. Um, we we're just yeah, waiting uh, for
0: it. It's number number four on the list yeah. apparently.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, but we talked for like five minutes about nothingness before we brought it up. So I don't know if they didn't even make yeah. the top ten. I don't know. <laughs> um do we have do we have any podcast like let's wrap this up but do we have any podcast goals for for 2020
0: i mean so we we have a uh a get, guest that get, we're gonna be doing a get, podcast with get to a 5 million listeners in 2020 yeah yeah there you go that that'd be pretty
1: we need uh, 2020 <laughs> listeners but
0: <laughs> that was a pretty advantageous far away <laughs> there you go i see what you it there so we talk about advent um but uh, I, I didn't think of anything, really, when yeah. it comes to the podcast. I mean, just keep it going. Keep you it guys going. Guys, listen, keep keep, uh, keep your eyes out. We plan on dropping an episode, um, dropping episodes again in January. doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that'll be the first week of January, but at some point in January, we're going to start dropping them again. So keep your eye out for that. Do us a favor. If you enjoy this podcast at all, just yeah. share it with people. I mean, we're not dumping money into advertising primarily because we don't have money to dump into it. However um some of you guys have been generous and yeah we super super i mean I, we say this every time but genuinely thank you yes you absolutely. guys are very generous um but we don't want to just like throw that into advertising marketing people are yelling at us right now saying no you don't understand the return on investment is good and maybe we maybe we'll dump some of it in advertising but that's typically not our thing so um if you enjoyed this podcast just Do us a favor and that's my that's my tell one person about it 2020. So I'm gonna tell Will, my son, about it.
1: Mm. Who's your one? Jesus, he's my number one. That was pretty simple.
0: That's the SBC's motto right now. Who's your one? (laughs) No, they're they're talking they're talking about like who's the one person in your life that you can that you can be intentional about because if everybody in the SBC and no, the thanks, churches that no. are members of the SBC have one person every, that they're intentional about, if every to one with, person in the how SPC many more people would come to know the Lord? And so they're like, there's uh, this big push, just it's saying, like who's your, <laughs> <laughs> who's your one? Who's your who's
1: one? Who's your one? No, but
0: you're totally right, and I don't think anybody's arguing that. Uh. <laughs> But, but, but every time they the say SPC Hoosier, after one, after that. I always but, think of Indiana um, Hoosiers.
1: Dude, I don't know. Hoosiers off, won. <laughs> a like, year why <laughs> ago, why did they say that? And, um, and then I saw the. Dude, the yeah, like like I walked and World I was thinking last. Was like, oh, okay. That movie. Phenomenal movie.
0: Nicely done, Sergeant Baptist. Nicely done. This wraps us up for 2019.
1: Guys, thank you for supporting us. You can connect with Rob primarily on social media. And you can always go hashtag SimpleTheologyPod and connect on the social media platforms. We're on Twitter. Great movie. So, uh, um, Twitter. We're not on Twitter. Oh, yeah. We it's dumped, a great one. Dump the Twitter. Yeah, it is. SimpleTheology.com right, slash uh, Facebook. So we own that domain. Um, <laughs> no, but you can always head to the website where you can do a lot of things. You can read our stuff, You can, resources. You can check out last epi- or past episodes. You can also um, find a link to our our Patreon page where you can support us. Very much thank you. You can also, we still do this thing with We're If you go to simple theology simpletheology, you get a free Facebook, simple book, we get theology. a little kickback. Um, but I think genuinely, <laughs> enjoy it. it's a great way to, to consume <laughs> books. Having said all that, Ripple uh, Theology, we appreciate you, those who have been with us all year, those who are new, and we are pumped. To be back with you guys, Lord of uh, 2020.
0: Thank you what? to those who do. I
1: didn't know that. 90. That's six one four two three three ten ninety eight. Peace out. Merry Christmas.
0: Bye. Yep. Yep. And if you wanted to leave us a voicemail, you can do that too. Uh, we do have a voicemail on the bank if we need to play, but we just didn't get, get to today. Uh we also have a listeners we also have another listener suggestion topic so we'll get to that in in January as well. Um but you could do that at 614-233-1098. 614-233-1098. <laughs> All right, peace out y'all. Merry Christmas, happy new year. Bye.